1: Gentlemen, welcome to the Crack Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Crack Podcast. Uh, You're on with your host, uh, Mabrisa Mookie Wilson. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm honored. I'm not going to say I have a privilege. I'm going to say, look at the hair. Look at the glow. Let's give a big round of applause, please, for Mr. Gucci Aievo.
0: Oh geez, I'm gonna clap for that one because I like it. Hey. I'm just see I wasn't gonna talk, I was gonna talk some shit, but he actually did put some shit in his background.
1: And coming and now, all the way from all, coming all the way from Houston.
0: How you gonna cut me off?
1: I'm talking with the mic in his hand. I'm talking. The professional, <laughs> Mr. Media. Let's get a big round of pause, please, for Demarcus Beasley.
0: Yeah, man. Hey, so what I was saying, I'm proud of you because you actually put something on, on your wall. But now I got a
1: new I got a
2: new setup. So Bro, I'm proud of you because your internet finally works.
0: Wait,
1: <laughs> hey, through,
2: through a whole show. Through a
1: whole show. He looked like he's you. he's he's trapped in the corner, like he's on punishment or something. Man. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on timeout. Timeout. You said use timeout. I, I I don't got no kids. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
0: do not
1: use timeout. No, I got I got I gotta go get the belt. we ain't gonna talk, go. about we to talk about that. We're gonna talk about what we already gonna talk about is the FA Cup baby. Uh, <laughs> But look at my these two God. haters. Look at their faces. Look at their face. Face we one, fast, face I'm two. Just, I'm just look at you these my faces
0: team. of the haters of the I, gunners. I, of the I, gunners. Hey, what I, what if they
1: champions?
0: Hey, what did I text you in like the 75th minute? What did I say? I said they're, they're gonna find out a way to
1: lose it. They're gonna find a way. <laughs> Yo, man. if we don't want your energy around this, man. The Emirates Stadium. They're you gonna know? find yeah, well,
0: yeah. Hey, but I wanna, applause, applause, I wanna get another round of applause,
1: man. I want to get another round of applause. Listen, <laughs> we had a tough, tough, tough season. A lot of drama, a lot of craziness. But I definitely wanna um speak on um Christian Pulisic, who's a, a dear fan of all of ours, and we definitely are supporters and we are fans of his. But uh, you know, him pulling up with a hamstring, uh, would have changed the game, obviously, if he uh if he stayed fit.
2: Yeah, man, that man. But did you see the manner that he pulled up? He pulled his hamstring like five seconds before he dropped. He even got the shot off. Lord, I'm, th- I'm thinking, Lord. like, I saw where he screamed. He's still dribbling. He's still dribbling. Yeah. the ball. About,
0: at least but, three or four more
1: steps. Yeah, yeah. Took the
2: ball to his right and tried to get the shot. I'm like, wow, man. That's hey, Coach,
1: a- that's on That's region one toughness right there. That's true. All right. true, <laughs> true. That's all that is, you can't
0: get You can't get region two, no love. No. 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 <laughs> nah, nah.
2: Nah, <laughs> nah, but. I think even back in the day, you were trying to switch regions. <laughs> no, the hell
0: I was not. No, the hell I was not. No, nah, but now nah, we got we gotta give. Not even me, not even we. I'm saying me, we, us, me. Oh, not us. I, me. Yo, he been balling, Christian. Christian been balling, and it's not even. It's not even funny. I think he if if Chelsea if he went on a team a Chelsea team right now, they wouldn't have won half the games they've won since since the restart.
2: They wouldn't have made Champions League. I mean, yeah, is probably Champions League.
0: Is this his team to build around?
2: Like, I, no, I wouldn't go that far. Or? I wouldn't go that far, but I'm I'd just say, saying. I'm just saying. In this
1: moment, who's the second threat who, right now? Who's right now the second threat,
2: the the really influential look, man, at, per, at, player on Chelsea right now? Who's the when, most influential player? When Christian made the Christian. transfer, they were thinking he wouldn't adapt well, so then he wasn't starting, he wasn't playing. Lampard was saying he's a good player, he just needs to just you know, build into himself. And then now it's like every time I look on the score sheet, like he's on it. Yeah, but that's but that's
0: what you mean. But that's what you call haters, because they always gonna try to find something. They don't say, "He went to um, Chelsea and he wasn't ready, or it's too much money, or he's gonna go. He's going from Dortmund to Chelsea, and he's he's gonna be on the bench." Hmm. They got that reason. So then yeah. he then he uh, you know preseason, you know he was in and out. He had he had some good games when he came off the bench, but beginning of the season, you know he wasn't starting. He was still kind of coming off the bench. Yeah. They got more. Oh no, this is why. This is, I told you. He wasn't gonna play. Da, 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 da. Haters. Now you got other people saying, well, you know, he's, he's all, well, he is, you know, he has, has some, a couple of injury problems, but it's always something with him. That, yeah, with, I mean, what people saying, oh, they're, they're going to find an excuse not to enjoy and like what, what Christian's doing right now.
2: Yeah, you know, critics have to do what, what what's in their what name title. Yeah. They got to critique. They got, they got to hate, you know? And, yeah. and if, you, if you can't do you critique and that's yeah. it. You know what I mean? And, and all, all I know is that, uh, in the restart of this season, he shut a lot of people up, right? Yeah. And he came out guns blazing, scoring goals, assists, this and that. So for him, I hope he comes back from this injury healthy uh, to start next season because I really liked how he finished this one out.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't just goals and assists. Yo, he he was he. Yeah, dribb- I'm talking about dribbling, getting fouls. Um, uh, penalty kicks in the box, and bees. You know he, was, he like, was doing. He was doing
2: everything on the attacking side. You, you know, know, in for, the Premiership, it's not easy to acclimate yourself so quickly. You it's know, not. and it's and not. especially yeah. with a big team that expects yeah. you to produce so quickly. Yeah. You know, so.
0: And I think you know. I, I think uh, just because they, they got what uh, the one the one guy from Ajax. What's his name? I can't say his name. When they get in for next year. And yeah, then, they, they about, got yeah, uh, uh Timo as well. Mm-hmm. So he know he got some, he got some chat. You know, he got some uh, some, um, some what do you call that? Um,
2: competition. He got,
0: uh, yeah, competition. Couldn't get the word. He got some well, competition. I, well, well,
2: that's the thing. Like they say, when you when you play for a big club, that your day of signing is the first day they try to replace you.
0: Yeah, of course, of you course. Know, but he's man. right now. Right now, he's rising to the occasion. Yeah. You know, he rising to the occasion. There might be some some uh, some changes throughout the summer. Obviously, they, they, they made a couple, bringing a couple coaches in. Some people might leave, but, you know, he's trying to stay. He's trying to earn his right, but he, and he's done that, you know, right now. But at the same time, you only got to say that uh, injuries.
2: So, let, let's not overshadow this with the unfortunate victory 14 times. Of- I am to say, how long are we going to talk about Kristen, God, let- Kristen, beautiful. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> but Listen. come on. Listen, we, Arsenal, I'll give you a little clap. I'll give you a small clap. Listen, hey, Christian, Christian
1: you didn't dominate clap. the game. He had some He has some brilliant wow, times in the guy, game. This guy. But you got to admit, you got to admit, Arsenal had, you know, we deservedly supposed to win that game. Deservedly? Uh, He's the most dangerous. He we defended well at times. I'll tell you what. You I didn't watch, no, so watch the whole game. I'll tell so you, so you why
2: Arsenal watch. won. They, like they, they, watch the whole
1: game. He's such a liar. They, they
2: were the most rested team in the Premiership because they ain't played since that game. All season, they ain't played since that game. Uh, you can't count. Any other game that they played, they were sleeping. They had so much rest. <laughs> They've been sleeping all season up until this FA Cup final. Listen, you know what? Right. I know what it feels like to be on top and to win trophies,
1: right? <laughs> and keep it to hate below you. And it's all right. Yo, but I just want to say big up to all the Gunners and, and,
2: and the Gunners fans. Okay, here's a Gunner question. World. Here's a question for you since you're a Gunners fan. Yeah. Did they have a good season? Of course, and, not. And, and and don't yeah. Of course not, right? So that okay. All right, but let's
1: but let's know why did they didn't have a good season, right? We changed coaches in the middle of the year. We had unfortunate um, injuries that we have every year, and we're in transition. Every team right? has injuries. Exactly, and we're not that deep because we're not that rich. We don't spend the money. We don't have uh, unfortunate like, like Man City and, and Manchester United like have had three teams have three strong teams. Uh, you guys do have Tell, tell not get the
0: money up. Then. They
1: they have the money. <laughs> <laughs> they don't use it. But listen, though, we have a lot of young talent coming out of the, out of, the out of the gate. We're, we're averaging around 22, 23 years old in terms of the the team as a whole. I mean, we're in a good position for next year. We have a manager. That's the biggest thing to build an, a a um a legacy, right, is having a manager, somebody who has a clear thought we, we believe Here's in. Here's
2: a question. Here's a question for your manager. Do you think he deservedly got that position?
1: Yeah, I think he should have got it from the day one. I think yeah. we should have brought him in. I, he was my choice before we brought in that um that Joker, um, um From PSG? yeah, he's a, he, he was. He, why, he was, why? I thought he,
2: un, why? I yeah. thought that because, um, you know, Did the, he didn't the, have any first, first head coach experience.
1: It's all right, but the type of player he was, right? He was always coaching on the field.
2: So, you're saying a good player means
1: a good coach? No, I'm he wasn't a great player, he wasn't my favorite Arsenal player. That's my point. I'm
2: saying, why do you he was think a good, he should have
1: been because he was a leader, right? He was a person that th- thought the game, he didn't have no athletic. Crazy athletic ability, you know, and tremendous. His touch was good, but he had to think the game. He had, as a center midfielder, he had to be the engine to lead. Okay, but that's to, and, as a, you're talking. So as he a reads player. the game. He reads the game. That's what a, he's as a good a coach. Player. Yeah, and that's the thing. He's a good coach. He reads the game. He had so, to make sure he was in a good position because he wasn't athletic like yourself and Beasley to recover. He had to point, make sure he
2: there. My, my, my point is, you're saying because if a, if a player reads the game well, then that's he, has the opportunity to be,
1: a, to be a good okay. coach. Correct.
2: So he, he he should be automatically seen as the oh, next okay. head coach of the Arsenal?
1: No, listen, I'm just saying to me, I want somebody who knows a pedigree of Arsenal. Can you come not, can you, you come not come Goose, can you not see Gooch can you not see Gooch's
0: face? Like he just, yeah, he just, he so, just yeah, I'm, that's I'm, what I'm, I'm saying. But, hey, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> from New York
1: City, baby. I'm built for that. Let's Why go. Do
0: you keep
1: answering this Let's go. Let's go. But, uh, you know, but again, I just want to say much love to all, to all, the, to all the gunners, the, the, the year we had with
2: the, Aleko X Canarian. Congratulations. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yo, speak about Aleko, man, he's, going, he's bigger than you, Gooch. What are you talking about? Oh, muscle wise? What?
2: The man's been in the gym. He got that basement gym.
1: Man, listen, he came out of quarantine, the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> he, might go play, he might go play American football the Armenian monster the Armenian monster man but next thing I want to talk to you guys about I just want to know uh, what you guys feel what you heard about um, is Angel City um, incredible incredible situation um, in terms of as a as an ownership group um, Bees can you talk to us a little bit about about that I, I know you received the email recently but uh, what do you know about the situation and, um, I mean I, I don't know I don't
0: know it? much I mean I I Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for the, for the women's game. Yeah. The women's game, the women's sports. You know, I think it's great that, um, that there's so many people that are interested in bringing a team to LA and they got it done, you know, um, actresses, actresses, actors, athletes, um, athletes, business. uh, I think half the, you know, the, the women's team are, (laughs) you know, part owner of the team. So, yeah, but it's great though. You know, I I think, and I think, I think for me, and I've always said, I think I've, I've said this in past, um uh, Shows that I love that we have soccer people in charge. I think soccer people, you know, someone like that can have the money, but the soccer people need to be in charge when they mm-hmm. when they do the, 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 these kind of things. So I'm really excited and happy for them. And I think it started in 2022, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think it's I think it's great for for. I think, I, 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 I think it'd be I, I, something great and, and have a you know starting something really really big growing for women's, women's soccer in this country.
1: Goose, I'm asking a real question. It better Is be real. All right. Is that a good investment? And do you think
2: the women's game is really going to be maybe profitable? Look, and, man, and, I think, and, and, I think as Bees was saying, this is. First, that, since the NWSL has been out for uh, many times, I think this initiative in Angel City is going to spark more interest in investing in the already pre-existing franchises, which it should. Right. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got such a like a star studded female investment uh, group and Natalie Portman, Serena Williams, all these non-soccer, yeah. Figures. Right. And I think in order for the NWSL to grow and to g- gain more notoriety and visibility, these kind of celebrities or, or names need to, to to spread out and invest in, you know, Utah and in and, uh, Washington. It can't all, State can't or, all be L.A., right? It can't all be in L.A. It can't all be in Angel <laughs> City, right? Yeah. In, order, in order for the league to grow, it has to has to be spread out. Can't, yeah. You can't yeah. just uh, make one superstar club, you know, to make, make the whole league a superstar.
0: Yeah, you got to start somewhere. I mean, you look at you look at MLS. I mean, we – well, not we. I'm not, I'm not part of MLS. But, you know, you look at MLS and then 96 – how many teams did they start with? I think like 10 or 12 or something. Yeah, what, 10, 10, 10 teams. So you got to start somewhere. That's my point. You got to start yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I think with them creating so much buzz and the people that's behind it, uh, it's, it's going to, you know, really get people more involved and more excited about maybe starting other franchises in different cities. I think that, I think it's a good start.
1: Yo, know, fellas, I'm not gonna lie, man. I, I've been in tune every night watching the MLS. Um, MLS is back. Every tournament. night. Every night, I ain't gonna lie. Bad or good games. i have been watching, and, and it's definitely been some bad games. There's definitely been some good games, but I watched a couple. I, they're not all been bad though. Exactly. And some really good games. I wanna make. I'm a, I'm not the biggest MLS fan. I don't hate the MLS, but you know, it's, a, it's our league. It's easy to judge. It's easy to criticize. But I just wanna say, you know, give a round of applause to MLS. I thought they did a great job. Um, of uh, keeping the players safe and as well as um, you know continuing the statement Black Lives Matter seeing that every game I thought they were just gonna do it to the first weekend I, I definitely definitely tip my hat off to them as well as the players I'm sure we put the pressure on them but uh, big out big shouts out to the commissioner and to the MLS staff um, for, for definitely representing and doing it right for the country. Dude you look like you want
0: to say something. You, you, <laughs> you, you're like you hold your tongue. You want to say something. I'm not holding anything. I, yeah, I
1: yeah,
2: will say, I, say something. Yeah, I will so say it, say here it, it comes. Come. Here it comes. Look, look, this is, this is a podcast. We got to get our – Yeah, our, that's what I'm saying. You,
0: you were waiting. You were waiting until Boogie stopped talking.
2: I, I, I never like to cut somebody <laughs> off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they did a good job, and, uh, especially in the beginning of cutting out the cancers, right? Mm-hmm. They had to get rid of Dallas. Mm-hmm. They had to get rid of Nashville, you know. Yeah. The, the tournament could have looked completely different had those teams been still allowed in. Um, you know, there, you know, in the beginning, the players made complaints about the food and the this and the that, but at the end I of know. the day, when, you, when you're playing and you're doing what you love, it, it's all secondary, right? There, yeah. there, would, there had to be some, some give and takes in the whole process. Nobody liked this, this, uh, the circumstances, but I will say, you know, uh, right now I, I'm impressed with a couple teams. I'm impressed with a couple teams. I will say my former my former uh, team Philly Union for me they're the favorites to win the, the MLS is back tournament for me they're the favorites I think everybody after, agrees to that After that I might even say Minnesota surprisingly might 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 win this I I, I will say <laughs> now cuz you you want to talk about Chris Mueller I know that <laughs> uh, <laughs> that Orlando uh, they played the best football they played good football. And and I saw some I saw some tweets and memes from the fans and after they beat LAFC and I saw uh, like a yeah. I saw a logo with the, the LAFC. With oh, that, shit, that shit was kind of well, funny I didn't like that. I didn't and like L, that. The, why not? L. I love I'll, that. I'll tell you that. Social media the, shows, yeah, the I get social media, media
0: beef, I like that. I'll, I'll, th- I'll tell
2: you why because But you leave it to them. You don't go do you know what I'm saying? I get it. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. The the club shouldn't do the, it. Yeah, the supporter groups. Had LA won. You wouldn't have heard nothing. And they would have been just like, all right, we're on to the next round. Yeah. And that's how th- you, that, 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 you said they the track, I, gu- I guarantee, that, I guarantee they- that social media guy would have tweeted something nah, funny. Nah, yeah, nah, they wouldn't and, and look, and they're the younger franchise, acting like the older one. So I'm saying, okay, Orlando has its issues internally, for sure. I would say the Doesn't biggest, get the you big, well, no, no, let's not get crazy because of a <laughs> tournament. Let's not get crazy because of a tournament that everybody's not at full strength. They're looking and, good. And everything. First of all, Villain wasn't even there for LAFC. They, uh, they,
0: we're not using excuses.
2: My point is, Orlando, the biggest change in that organization is the head coach. And exactly. You can, you can see that the players are very receptive to him. Yeah. Right. And I won't say anything else about Orlando City. I will say that the biggest positive of that club and that current team right now is, is, is the coach.
1: No doubt. No doubt about right. it. I mean, they had talent before, just never played, couldn't put it together. And you have a, you have a coach who's, uh, you know, very experienced in the MLS, has been successful almost every place he's gone. And, you know, he's proven to me, coming, especially coming to Orlando with so much problems, like Goot said, and to be able to turn that around in one tournament, um, I, I just think it's a lot of success in the future. And Orlando deserves that. The crowd, the stadium, they do deserve some good football I want to see some good football. And I'm seeing that at times, Bees, like as you said, right? There's some, still some ugly ball out there. Uh, Peter Vermey's got to get it together over in Kansas City. Um, you know, he has to find a way to... Uh,
2: what do you think about Peter? Like, what, what, what you think he's at the end of the road at, at KC and that they should uh, think about a replacement? I don't want to say. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're
0: thinking about it because last year was a, they had a they had a horrible season. Yeah,
2: but season. isn't he the president
1: sporting director? Yeah, I think he has um, like five the, different titles. Yeah, isn't he <laughs> doesn't he drive the van? Isn't he also the the <laughs> the, uh, the the equipment manager? I mean, he he basically runs the show. I think what Peter has to be, a person who runs the show, you have to bring in people who're gonna give some new life in terms of um, the thought process of where where the game is going right now and where the league is. I think that's that's you know, for him, he, that's the best thing he can do. It's bringing well, an assistant, I'm bringing just, some help. I'm like,
2: just saying, like, in terms of- He's not of, giving that up, though. In um, terms of- in oh, No, no, he ain't going to leave. I don't think he would leave. Look, at the end of the day, nobody's going to give it up. They're going to get kicked out. Nobody gives up. Uh, Who's
1: going to uh, kick him uh, out? That's the key.
2: Look, like, he, he's not the owner. He's not yeah. the president. Like, yeah. there are people above he him. He walks around I, like he's the owner. Well, and that's fine. He can, that until, <laughs> he can do that until he can't, do that until he right? Yeah, yeah, And so my point is, he has there has to be a standard, just like Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they're firing of their head coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they had a standard. I personally don't agree with it. Why? Not because I like the coach so much, but because, you know, this MLS is back tournament and the circumstances surrounded by it, everybody. Nobody's working at full capacity, right? It is yeah. what it is. It was thrown together. And everybody knows that it's not the best situation. And so for me, even though, like, like Luke said, some of the football was great and this and that, I don't really rate all the teams 100% at what they could be, just mm-hmm. like I don't rate all the coaches 100% of what they could be. So if a, play, if a team didn't perform so great in this tournament, for me, it's like, it doesn't mean like they're complete shit. You know what I mean? It, they didn't have the circumstances of training properly and everything like that. Fellas, the, yeah, games, see, I, I,
0: I, go
1: ahead. the games that you did watch, what players stood out to you? What players stood wait, out? Wait wait wait, 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 wait. Why are we
2: switching?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we going, we stay on this Atlanta. Atlanta. We got things to do, brother. We yeah,
1: well,
2: right,
0: just just I got one one comment about the Atlanta.
2: Sure.
0: I, I like it, and the reason why is because a lot of teams don't hold their coaches accountable for losing seasons and mm-hmm. continued losing seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's too much buddy buddy nonsense with the coach with but the do you think
2: that he should be accountable in these circumstances i mean if yeah, this con- continued continue to the end of the season then yeah why
0: we mean end of the season for what they want to win
2: win what why
0: are you going to wait to the end of the season to fire coach if you guys are not winning games i'll give you a slight slight Bro. understanding about no no wait i'll give you a slight understanding about the the tournament but you said give him to the whole season for what?
2: No, no, I didn't say he, he, give him to. I, I I'd say this tournament. You, I said this tournament right now, does not constitute for the rest of the season. So after this tournament, you're gonna find for these three games, four games. Yeah,
0: but it started <laughs> in the beginning as well, and in the last year, they didn't, they didn't, they
2: weren't playing that well under DeBoer. You know what I'm saying? They not weren't playing. They were, not as good as they were prior to.
0: Yeah, and 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 I saw the. Uh, I don't know if it was the GM or the. You know, he said that he felt that. He, get, he gave DeBoer enough firepower to, to, have a, to make a good team. I don't know. I can't remember who said it. I don't want to misquote anybody, but I do remember reading that. So if he says that, he's the boss, he's the one that makes the decisions, he got to go. And the fact that Atlanta has a standard. They have to win. They want to win. They want to be the best at everything. And I'm talking about from on the field to off the field, from the marketing guy to the equipment dude to the fans in the stands to whatever. You know what I'm saying they want to be the best at everything, and if they're not the best at anything. Some somebody's got to go. Somebody's you, got to. Do you to think go.
2: Do you think that the next hiring should be domestic or international, or will be? It will be international. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be
0: international. Who's, sure there, who's there
2: Who's their domestic? Um, who's there well, domestic? Well, I mean, you you saw that short list.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh
1: yeah, can we speak on Can we speak <laughs> yeah. on that? Right? Uh, Wasn't that, oh, I like, thought can, you
2: wanted a transition, buddy. I do,
1: I do, I do want to transition, but you know, you you keep on bullying the uh, the conversation. But yeah, um, I, I, for me, right, and I, I think it's as it good as great points you guys made about Atlanta, right, and I think that's to show the growth of the league, maybe, right, mm-hmm. maybe Atlanta setting the standard and leading as they always have been since they came into the to the league. That hopefully this trickles down to um, the decisions that DC United and, and, <laughs> and New England and these other and Utah, these other guys who kind of. Well, you can't say New England. Wow. Bruce didn't put
0: the put the team back up on a on yeah. a, on a good on a good good, well, he good went, scale now. What well, he win? No, he didn't win nothing. I'm just uh, saying. But uh, before okay. that, they were shit, and they got rid of they got rid of freedom.
1: Yeah, well, i was just talking about their history and past and what they've done before, oh, the right? Of the the, the Jay oh, okay, Heaps okay. and stuff like that, right? Trash. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully we'll, we'll keep on moving forward. You know, in in terms of having that type of uh, having that type of. Um, of, of standard of, of bigging in uh, gold star um, um, coaches, you know. But one thing I wanted to talk about is that I want to hear from you guys personally who you thought stand out, stood out um, during the MLS's back tournament. Give me one or two guys, you <laughs> know,
2: like that. That bad. Yeah, ain't nobody said
0: nothing. Ain't
1: nobody uh, said you, a word. It so, might so, got your
2: attention. There's so, so, a lot so, of new get, players. So did we transition? We transition? Yes. I thought you wanted to talk about, all right, we transition. We go to the players now. For me, it was, uh, I like him, young boy, on mm-hmm. the Union, uh, Brandon Aronson. Silky. So yeah, he's smooth. He's smooth. Um, I, I was, uh, my last year there, he was in the academy. He trained a couple times with the first team. You saw the talent. And then I think in the last two years, he, he's really coming into his own, been called up to the, na- the first national team a couple times. And he's not playing like a 19 year old. Yeah. You know, he, he's playing like, you know, Andy's in the center of the midfield, so he's playing very experienced, very confident, and I think that uh, as his body develops and his game develops, he can only get better.
0: Yeah, I remember I put out a, I put out a tweet the like last week. Uh, I can't remember what game I saw, and that was a, the first time I ever saw him play. And I was, and I'm like, who who is this kid? I'm like, man, this dude can dude can ball. He's got he <laughs> got, he's got a little something, you know, something different. You don't see, you know, that that little bit of swag that uh, mm-hmm. some that that other people have or that other players have. And I, and I like I liked what I saw. So I'm definitely gonna be uh, keeping track of his uh, his career, his movements. I hear that there's a lot of interest from Europe um, on him. So, okay, I got a question. Do you think, before we get into anything else, do you think more, more players should go, go over to Europe and have that experience or have that to... I think the question know, is,
1: do you think, do you think Brendan, Brendan, right, Emerson? Uh, will develop if he stayed here in the MLS?
2: I'm gonna answer Bezos and then yours. I'm an advocate for Europe just because that's where I was developed. I mean, obviously I was developed in youth soccer here in America, but then at 19 went to, to, to France or so. I personally, for me, don't think I would have developed and had the career that I had had I'd stayed in the MLS. I agree with that. At,
0: right? at,
2: that, at that point, yeah, right? Okay. Um, there's arguments that as good as Landon is or was, he would have, he could have even been better had he stayed in Europe or would have developed other ability skills. I think that still now, regardless of how good the league is progressing, how good the MLS is getting it year by year, it's not, it can't compete with the level of competition in Europe. It's, it can't. And, and if they say they are, they're lying to themselves, like hands down. So for me, as a player, if you want to be the best you can be, you want to be challenged at your best and at this point the best is is not in america yeah america. i
0: think i I think for me at a, especially younger players younger players when you get to a when you get to a a level where you're starting and playing every game and know where you're going to start mm-hmm. it's time to it's time to go it's time to go it's time to go because you you've done what you need to do in, in in this country, in MLS or whatever team you play for, yeah. go and challenge yourself. Go yeah. and go and challenge yourself. You know, if you're playing in in Holland, Germany, France, wherever you want to, wherever there's interest, you know, go and challenge yourself to, to see, you know, what it's like. I, I, want, I, want, I want younger players to go and experience what it is, uh, what Europe is all about. You know, you, it ain't going to be all, you know, tulips and roses.
1: Yeah, and not all of them are going to make walk, it, right? You walk
0: in that locker room and you're you, you a foreigner. It yeah. doesn't matter what yeah. you did, it doesn't matter what videos they saw, because I I guarantee as soon as you you named it, as soon as you they say, uh, Mookie Wilson, he signed for Arsenal, every player is going to be like, Mookie Wilson, if who they don't know Mookie? you, yeah. they'll be like, who is Mookie? this, who is that, okay, where, who, what position does he play, blah, 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 there, there you go. You know, so that's what they're going to do, and they're going to be, as soon as you walk in that door, they'll be like... Can't stand it. I can't stand this dude. They ain't, gonna, <laughs> they, they ain't gonna give you no handshake. Cause I mean that's that's how. I, 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 hey, that's they
2: me. love. I'm they love, they loved me, boy. They should. They they, they can't. <laughs> Me, they talk, tell me how you feel, beats. Yeah,
0: they ain't like me. They did not like me. As soon as I walked in the door, they were like, man. They couldn't
1: fuck. find where Fort Wayne, Indiana was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it just I I I I, I want you know uh, younger you know and. It, it's hard to say because, you know, you, you definitely want to have MLS be your, you know, your, your lead, the American League, have you know, experience and grow the American player. But for yeah. me, right now, still, I, I still think that they need to go to. You know,
2: to- you know who I wish had gone to Europe? I mean, he probably still thinks he, he can or should or will or whatever, is Jordan Morse.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: I, and I know he had multiple opportunities because I was, at the time, I was speaking to him. I was speaking to Jurgen at the time. Oh, by the way, we haven't even announced who we're gonna have on this <laughs> as a guest. Should you do it, Moogie? I mean, man, you can we begin we beginning get, oh, conversation. Man. Not only do we have
1: one of the top coaches and former US national team coach, but we have one of the most decorated footballers in the world. He's won almost anything you can think about winning. World Cup, UEFA, Bundesliga. I mean. Play of the year, Bundesliga, play of the year in Europe. I mean, this guy is, is, is a definition of a legend. Um, Steven Taroniola. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do?
2: And, uh, Jürgen Klisman is going to be our guest, and I can't wait see, uh, see. to ask him some questions. And it's going to be a very interesting
1: conversation because I'm, it has to be the first time he had two former players interviewing him. You know what I mean? And, and, and we're looking for Jürgen to be truthful and come on the Kodak. And, and, and keep
2: it real with the gangsters. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I think, I think it'd be good. Uh, Juergen, he's a very opinionated person. And uh, I, I'm interested. But, but let me go back to, uh, to uh, Jordan Morris. You know, like I said, Jurgen was speaking with him and myself. I had three clubs in Europe that were asking me about him, wanting to sign him. And at the time, he was, he was not, he, in, his, in his words... What three clubs were those, Cooch? Uh, he wasn't ready to leave... Uh, the States yet. It's not my, it's not my place to say what clubs are interested in. I'll let him say it. I will say, I will say clubs in Belgium, France, Germany, and, and England. Were you playing for one of those clubs? I have played for a couple of the clubs that we interested in. Okay, cool. Cool. That's well, I mean,
0: you know, you can say happiness is happiness is everything. Yeah. You know, happiness is everything. It depends on where, you know, you feel the most comfortable. You know, if you, uh, family Listen, playing, if I was, if like I was getting family. a million
1: dollars to live at home and, and have your father's the doctor of the team and you're chilling and you grew up and live, <laughs> you'll know, play for your hometown, the team that you supported the whole time. So that's how he looks at it, you know. And unfortunately, everybody's different.
0: Yeah. We're going yeah, to see. Well, no, I don't, I don't knock anybody. I'm just saying I, I would love to see it. Yeah. You know, everyone has their own, their own career path. Everyone goes however, however, where they want to go, whether that's Europe, whether that's state domestic. It doesn't matter as long as you get what you think you need to get from uh, from, from, from from football. You know, there you go.
1: Well, listen, uh, we definitely um into the say what segment. Say what? what? Of our show, and I kind of want to um play something for one of the uh, leading athletes um in the United States, and um, I'm gonna ask you guys what's your thoughts about it, and um, something
0: I want to talk about. Here we go. A lot of people kind of use this analogy talking about Black Lives Matter as a movement.
2: It's not a, it's not a movement. When you black, it's not a movement; it's, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> we, we sit here and say it's a movement, and okay, how long is this movement gonna last? Don't stop the movement. You no, know, this is a walk of life. When you wake up and you black, you—that is what it is.
3: It's-
1: Gooch, You know, a lot of people have. Uh, I see things digressing a lot. You know, in terms of the talk and the discussions. Um, how do you feel about that
2: statement and and where we are right now today in society? I think us three as well as anybody know that's a, that's a <laughs> very accurate statement right black lives matter it's not a movement this is what i have woken up to for 38 years right it's it's what i'm going to wake up to until the day i'm buried um and so he's he's 100% right and i think that a lot of people in the beginning were on were on band or because it was a cool thing to do a cool thing to be a part of and then like kind of dwindles down you see less and less and and you hear less and less and um, I think that it should it, it, we need to, to to revamp it we need to to, to, to start throwing it in more, more people's faces you know I mean even even as far as like the MLS you know when they named the short list of uh, of Atlanta United coaches to to replace the the fired coach you know you have MLS who who stood behind uh, the black players for change and and Black Lives Matter movement, but were so tone deaf in their announcement of the next coaches that they yeah. didn't even think about incorporating any, any coaches, any option of Black coaches to replace them. Until they, they made a, a, an announcement on, on, uh, on, their, on their Instagram saying, you know, it was brought to our attention that, you know, we made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. We want to release another list. But them releasing another, another list, cool, great, whatever, claps. But their initial thought was never. That, that's, that's what people need to focus on. What's your, what's your first instinct? Their first instinct was to think of no black coaches whatsoever, right? And that has to change, yeah. you know, throughout America, whether it be sports, you know, in society, everything. This Black Lives Matter is not, it, 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 it goes so deep ingrained in like our thought process and, and on our happenings that, you know, you, could, you can even just see like like a, the example I gave you, like a, a small hiccup like that, it says so much more than the actual post. Yeah. You know what I mean? What do, what do you think, B? B,
1: B so do you think that it's, it's declining
2: in terms of
1: getting no, I getting not down? I don't
0: think, no, okay. I don't think so at all. And I say that because we working behind the scenes. You know, myself, Gucci, you know that. We were, we don't, and I even the, the players that that don't put um, someone's name on the back of their jerseys, or you know, um, uh, put black Black Lives Matters on their shirt, or or hold up signs and this and that. You know, people can do what they want in, in that in that, in that respect. But what are you doing after that? What is the actions that that are, that are going, on, going on behind the scenes to to actually um, adje- um, address? Um, uh, systemic S- S- ugh, S- S- racism. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, that's what I want to see. That's what I'm, I'm happy about is that, you know, just because that we don't, you don't see it on, on uh, Instagram. You don't see it on TV. You don't see it every day in your face. I know myself and I know Gooch, you know, we, we're, we're still working. We're still doing things that we can to, to help um, the next generation. As far as what's going on in the world right now, and and how we can you know improve it and be better and, and be you know not equal, but more. Well, we're definitely going to continue.
1: We we're definitely going to continue that conversation here on the Crack Podcast, and continue to educate, also to inform, and also to give um, our opinions on what we're doing next. And I hope you guys are willing to let our audience know what you guys are working on, as well as I would do the same. But, ladies and gentlemen, I want to have the privilege and the honor and the honor to, to welcome uh, not only a US, former U.S. men's national team coach, but to me, to, to me, the, the, one of the, the best athletes and the best footballers that ever um, graced this field. Let's give a big round of applause, please, for Jurgen Klinsmann.
0: What's up, Jurgen? <laughs> 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 so, wow. Sorry wow. about the intro. Yeah, sorry about wow. the intro. He gets I'm very excited.
3: <laughs> oh, wow. That is so cool. Great, oh, yourself, Coach. To, great, great to see you guys. Yeah, what a pleasure. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, doing well, doing well, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, crazy times for all of us uh, all over the world. But, but I have to say, uh, um, Southern California is, is not the, bad, the, the, the worst, worst place, place. <laughs> <laughs> to go through that, to go, go through that period. You no, know, so far, so good. And uh, hopefully we, we are through it, you know, pretty soon. Coach, how,
1: how long you've been out there? In sunny California in terms uh, of living. since nineteen
3: ninety-eight, after the World Cup in France, you know, we we moved over here and uh, I was lucky enough to bump into a Californian girl ah. <laughs> in, in, in Europe when I was still playing and God uh, they she got, uh, got
1: you other from Utah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, hey Coach,
1: but look like you know, uh, watching you and, and the way you carried yourself throughout your career and, and after your career. You always come off like a West Coast, or Cali type of guy. You're cool, smooth, you know, laid back type of uh, type of personality. I think it's a perfect fit. What do you think?
3: I think so too. Yeah, no. I uh, very early in my career I was uh, 19 or 20. I I got the opportunity to travel a bit. This the, the United States with a friend of mine, and and the Cal- California was just the place where I felt the most comfortable. I, yeah. I just uh, I just loved that place, and uh, now obviously the climate is amazing, but also the people that you. Uh, yeah, let you do whatever you want. I mean, yeah. it, it's 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 a it's a place where nobody is too too nosy. Nobody is too curious. You know, everybody you know, lives alongside and gets along, and 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 therefore, you know, I, I wasn't surprised that I bumped into a California girl. And <laughs> <later on. laughs> so you
0: didn't you didn't want to make a trip to Indiana? <laughs> I mean, Indiana has all those things you just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> Bees doesn't even want to live in Indiana.
2: <laughs> Juergen we you know. Mookie gave you the introduction, great head coach, World Cup player. I need to know because it's before my time and I only saw you play, you know, from replays and stuff like that. When did you know you were like a top, top player
3: striker? Um, well, I, I was really lucky. The way I grew up, um, very kind of, uh, yeah lower class environment uh, family. My my family until now uh, is a Baker family. Um, I, I just kind of took it one step at a time. So I did all the kind of the things that the kids had to do going through state selection process into the youth national team and then playing second division in Germany, first division in Germany. And so work your way up. Um, and then uh, um, got got my first call for for the German national team. But I think I, I realized that I can really make something uh, a little bit bigger out of this whole thing. Uh, when, when I got an offer on the table from Inter Milan, when I played for VFB Stuttgart, I think that kind of opened my eyes and, and said, shoot, you know, really, <laughs> is, that, is that true? <laughs> um, because because uh, at, at those days, there was in, in 1989, those days, late, late 80s, early 90s, the best players in the world were all in Italy. Yeah. You know, Mar- Maradona, Careca, Alemao, Mateos, you know, uh, Van Basten, Reika, Gullit, you know, they all were in 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 Italy. And suddenly, I had this offer on the table, and said, "Well, I can ch- join one of the biggest clubs in the world with Inter Milan." And that's when I realized, okay, you know, you can really do something exceptional here, career-wise, playing-wise. And and it was probably also the most ex- important step in my my life because. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as Germans, we have kind of a, <laughs> a certain way of seeing things, you know, yes. we, we always want <laughs> <Exactly>. to. <laughs> and and my, my move to Italy kind of really opened my eyes and, and uh, I, I got a, a very early lesson there um, <clears throat> in the locker room um, from a couple of uh, Italian players, you know, I, I, I I had a problem with my with my washing machine at home, and I called uh, uh, somebody and if he can fix it. And the guy said, "Yeah, I'm there tomorrow." And he didn't show up the next day. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he, he, he didn't show up for the three or four days, and then he fi- <laughs> finally showed up. and And he obviously, you know, uh, uh, he, he he went to work. But I said, "Well, we had an appointment three days ago. Me as yeah. a German, you know, we had an appointment, you know." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yep. uh, and he said, Well, yeah, I know it was three days ago, but I'm here, right? I fixed your washing machine. What's your problem?
1: <laughs> hey, hey, coach, thank God you never coached the Jamaican national team because you know, <laughs> you know, about we have a thing called soon come. You know, that might be 10 minutes or 10, or 10 years. You never know, you know? Exactly. I'm coach, living in sunny California obviously is beautiful, but it's, it's a tough time going on with California with the COVID and the protests and everything, the, the climate in the States. Um, what's your take on that and how you are dealing and adapting to it?
3: Well, I, I think it's, it's for all of us very, very challenging because um, in, so, in some way, we, we don't know really kind of how, how this whole COVID, you know, um, works. You know, how, you know, what is the real way to look, the, the best way to look at it? What is the best source of information for all of us, mm. you know, to stay current, to, to understand everything better? Um, so th- this is a really big challenge for, for all of us, but everywhere in the world, because I obviously talked to my friends in, or family in Germany or friends in Italy, you know, that went through a very, very difficult stretch. I have a lot of friends in Milan yeah. that, where it was really, really bad. Um, and then at, at the same time, you know, uh, um, uh, the other s- more social world fell apart, um, especially here in the United States. And and it's it's just so difficult for all of us to to get the right information from hopefully the right source that we have and 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 make up our mind you know understand you know is, is what is right what is wrong yeah. um, so I, I think for for all of us it's it's a challenging time uh, and and but also a great learning uh, time because um, we um, we we have to figure out always you know why certain people do certain things. We have yeah. to think always what, what what makes that person do that? What makes that person say that? Um, uh, and, and this is going really, I think it's very helpful for us in, in the soccer uh, world. Um, we always learn throughout, you know, growing up with the game and then playing the game and then and, and afterwards, and especially now for, for good and for Bees, you know, afterwards hopefully staying involved in the game if it's coaching, if it's managing, if it's becoming a director, Um, is you always have to kind of think about what is going through the mind of the other person. So that could be a player, it could be a a journalist, it could be um, um, a fan, it could be. So um, you realize that you're not doing it it perfect to all of them, you know, Mm -hmm. but but at least you you put that effort in and you you try to figure out. So why why is that person doing that right now? And 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 soccer in a certain way is a great is a great environment to be in because you have so many different characters. Yeah. Uh, you have so many different personalities, and you and that was what I wanted to go back with. You know, when I talked about Italy before, for me the biggest lesson in Italy was really I as a German and I wanted a certain way. I had to take the people the way they are and I had to accept them the way they are and my Italian teammates they told me hey Jürgen if you if you continue to be the German German then you will have big problems here Mm. it's better to go home then go home it's okay Um, and I said no I'm gonna learn your uh, about your culture not only the language but also your culture your way of doing it and, and, and I take them, if you are late, you're late, it's fine. You know, yeah, so yeah. I, I think it would be not so difficult for me now in Jamaica, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think soccer can give you those lessons. And, and I, I think being involved in a sport and, and, and being involved with a lot of different people from different backgrounds, from different mindsets Yes, helps you a lot yeah. in, in, in the real world. For and sure.
0: Jürgen, yeah. just because you, you touched on Italy a little bit, uh, was it, very common for young germans to go to to go abroad to play or yeah. could, when you went to Inter Milan or or how was that
3: uh at those days um it, it was not common at all, but it was kind of the the time where the best players from from whatever countries you know try to be in Italy because yes. that's where the music was played you know with maradona with you know Gullit, and all these this van bas mateos was my teammate uh and and so on so um that was kind of the, the, the big wave of players going into Italy. The big money was in Italy.
2: Jürgen, Jürgen, before you finish, how was it playing against Maradona?
3: Uh, it was a real privilege, to be honest, because I described Maradona always, I I don't know how many times I played him against him. he was playing for Napoli, I was playing for Inter. I played the UEFA Cup final with Stuttgart against him. I played national team, World Cup final against him, and um, I always saw Maradona as a genius, as a, as an artist. You know, it mm. he was it was it was maybe maybe compared to a quarterback. You know, that can see between people, mm. they throw the ball between people, and he could play the ball between people. Or he took the ball himself and went between people. <laughs> Either. <laughs> <or>. <laughs> and and so for for me, Maradona was always something very very special, exceptional, artistic. Um, unfortunately. You know, he couldn't kind of balance his private life or, you know, the, the life off the field yes. with, with the genius he was on the field. But I met him many times, even afterwards, and I can only tell you, he's a, he's a very fun character. He's a good person. Um, he was just uh, overwhelmed with many things. He could not live in, in Naples. He could not go, like, we can go in a bar or in a restaurant and have a nice meal. Yeah. Maradona couldn't leave his house. And I yeah, think uh, when you see his documentary, Diego... It tells you a little bit about it, you know, and that's why he maybe got involved in drugs and, and got in got on the wrong side of, of things, but but he was he, he got a he was chance a to hang out.
1: You ever got a chance to hang out with him in Italy? Yeah, uh, you
2: can't be a rock star off the field and <laughs> and on and on and on the field at the, <laughs> the same time. That's about the times <laughs> you
1: hung out with him on
3: You
2: gonna speak it from experience like that one time that I hung out with him. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Now, you yeah. said it right though. He he definitely was an artist on the field and and again used the great grammar of painting on on the field and on the pitch. You know, um, you know what player? And I'm be actually as a fan, right? What which player do you feel you was a teammate that had the biggest influence? Everybody asks what coach. What teammate had the biggest influence you on your game?
3: Uh, I I mean obviously you. – and, and when you talk to the Bees and the goods, and you go from club to club, you know, you have so many different experiences in yeah. different countries. So you have your different favorites in those places, you know, so I had my favorites, you know, teammates it was Tottenham, was Terry Shattingham, it was uh, Inter Milan, it was Aldo Serena. You know, your buddies up front in the national team, it was Woody Furlow that I played with for 12 years and stuff like that. So, so but uh, uh, I, I was very, very fortunate. I had uh, two, two really good... Uh, big mentors in a certain way. One was uh, Bertie Vogts, mm-hmm. who I won the European Championship in 96, where he was my coach as an under 16 national yeah. team player for Germany. Yeah. So he kind of guided my whole career. Uh, it was along my way, you know, and still today, you know, I brought him into the US national team environment as well, you know, uh, uh, for the World Cup in Brazil. He was always there. Uh, he's in his mid 70s, he's a wonderful guy. And and also Franz Beckenbauer, obviously he's a, a legend in Germany in the world. You know, he's like with Pele and Beckenbauer, these two. And we talked to uh, to each other on the phone. And and I was very lucky. I had coaches on my side that you know, Cesar Luis Menotti from Argentina, I was Ozzy Ardiles Argentina, Trapattoni from Italy, and and Arsene Wenger I had at Monaco for two years. So I had these 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 special coaches that were not only coaches; they were also almost like. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would I would say mentors. You know, yeah. I wouldn't say friends now because he's still a coach, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but but more the mentoring role that they took on, and and I learned from all of them.
0: Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's funny you said you had you have, have Beckham and you know rude and i had gooch that's all i i got stuck with gooch appreciate it
1: it worked out we we won the gold cup in 2013
2: you know a little
1: bit (laughs) coach coach speaking speak give us a little insight on what it's like coaching these two jokers man let's start off with uh a gucci (laughs) on Ye with a big rock in the back what was it like coaching uh gooch you know i find him to be a little sensitive with me on the podcast so you know
3: uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I think, uh, um, I mean, my experience now with the US national team, it was for five and a half years, almost six years, it was very, very, very special, you know, because right. the, the players, uh, all of them, you know, great listeners, uh, always up for joking, always up for a laugh. Um, I, I learned a lot in that time period also, especially off the field that, you know, that the American way of doing things, uh, it, it's just unique. It's just different, you know, and, uh, as, I, as it should
1: I, be, right. Like every yeah,
3: as it should be. Yeah. And, and they taught me a lot, you know, they, they wanted to do things, you know, like going out on dinners on their own and, and, you know, and, and they, they travel from all over the world in there, you know, we met up in Miami and then you flew into Honduras and yeah, <laughs> San yeah, Pedro yeah. Sula, the the kind of the murder city number one in the world. And and it was still cracking jokes exactly. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was really, really impressed um, about how professional the players are coming out of the American environment, you know, and, and, and how also how, how they were able to sacrifice and and to just to yeah, to to go the extra mile for achieving something, you know, and 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 if you look at bees and, and Gucci's career, you know, they 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 not hopped around in Europe or in, in other I mean bees went to, to Mexico as well. It, every time you go to a different environment, you go to a different country, it's a it's a risk. Yes. It's a risk because you don't know if they welcome you there, you don't know how the team will work out, and you don't know if the coach really gives you a chance and and American players in general, they 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 like to take that risk and they yeah. they do it, you know, and they want to improve and you know and if it works out great, if it doesn't work out, you play MLS, it's totally cool, it's absolutely com- uh, competitive. Um but I was, I was really kind of uh, amazed on how the players, you know, took all those challenges ahead of them. You know, when Bees told me stories there in Puebla, I said, whoa, <laughs> I know, I, I don't think I, mean, I want to travel. I can, write,
0: I can write a book about that. I
3: can write <laughs> yeah, book you that. should try write a book, Bees in Puebla. <laughs> that would be amazing.
1: Coach, speaking about uh, mentorship and coaching, um, one of the stories that Bees gave on his podcast is when he was, his time in Germany and he wasn't getting a lot of playing time. And, and you asked him, you know, Bees, how come you're not playing? And, you know, you, you taught myself and also our listeners something. You said, listen, it's never about the coach. Every coach wants to win. And, and Bees can discuss that a little bit further in terms of um, how he felt about that, and how it might have changed his career or, or, or changed uh, the way he was looking at things at that time. What do you think about Bees?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I remember the conversation we had and you asked me about, well, you asked me why I didn't play in Germany. And I, <laughs> I didn't really have, it, I didn't have an answer for you. I was like, well, I, I just, guess the coach didn't like me. You know, but I remember. You know, you told me that uh, every coach on on any given day, you know, regardless of injuries or whatever, they're gonna put the best eleven on the field that day to win the game. If it's a cup game, if it's a a league game, if it's a friendly game, they're gonna put the best eleven that they can to win the game that day. Whatever, however that however that you know that that happens, if it's the best players or if they think they can get, you know, maybe a. Uh, a little something from a guy that's not that's coming off the bench, whatever it is, you're gonna put the best eleven on that day to to play. And so the the the, the point of it is is that from that conversation I got out out of it that there was something I wasn't doing mm. personally, mm. you know, to to warrant me to play in Germany when I was in Hanover. And I you know I thought to myself I'm like man that's that's actually that's kind of right. You know I've been kind of saying excuses the coach didn't like me he didn't really speak English blah blah blah. And so I, from that meeting that we had, and I, I kind of walked away from it, like, you know, I, I need to just, you know, focus on what I need to do. So from then, from that day on, I did not put it into a coach's hands of him not selecting me to play. I made it, I tried to, when I was in Mexico and then I went to Houston, you know, I tried to make myself available every single time So the coach. So I couldn't make this, My I couldn't make the excuse of saying to myself, well, the coach didn't like me. I wanted to make sure that the coach you know, put me on the field and I was going to do every single thing possible that I could, could do so I could play.
2: Juergen, you helped <laughs> the Marcus to grow up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I, you
2: know, I never, I, never, I never had really
0: came to that, to that problem when I was, well, I did a little bit when I was in, in Rangers, yeah, but uh, everywhere I played, I played. Everywhere I went, I played. And when I went to Germany, I didn't. And I just wanted to point the finger at everybody else instead, instead of looking in the mirror and saying, hey, First. bees." you're not doing something right. Yeah. You know, you stop being selfish and, you know, uh, get back to work. So uh, I remember I took that uh, when I went back to Mexico. And uh, so that's a, some good words you told me, Jurgen. I, I really appreciate that. And I still hold that to this day.
3: Good, good. To me. You were in Europe. Did you ever had the feeling that, you know, you should have played definitely and you were not selected for whatever mm-hmm. reason?
2: There, there, were, there were moments um, where <laughs> I definitely felt that way. And even more so when teammates told me, they're like, why aren't you playing? You should be playing. So that, that makes that feeling in me even bigger, right? Like, yeah, I should be playing. Um, sometimes, you know, I uh, at times if, if I feel a certain way, I'll confront a person. And there's times where I've confronted coaches. And, uh, can, can
1: you speak about those times, coach. or what teams?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, let's say
1: <laughs> I'll I'll tell you straight up.
2: Um, it's the crack, uh, uh, coach. We, we was, talk
1: we talk direct here, coach. When crack. I was
2: when I was in Milan, uh, Leonardo had left. They they fired Leonardo, and Allegri was the head coach now. And I was coming back from an injury, my knee, this and that. Allegri didn't want me to play. I wasn't his player. He did, he just he had no interest. And uh, I re- I remember I came back from the World Cup. And um, I, I, did, I had to do preseason with, aside from the team <clears throat> because of my injury. And every time I, was, I told him I was ready to play, they're like, no, 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 you're not fit, you're not fit. And I'm like, okay, until the end of preseason where we had our fitness tests and on all the categories, I was like in the top five. So now the trainers are like, you have to let him train now because he's proven. So he's like, okay. So that week I went to him with a translator and I was like, what can I do to, what can I do to? be more in your plans. And he looked, and I, pre- I hated him, still do, but I appreciated his response <laughs> because he didn't sugarcoat it. He said, there's nothing you can do. Mm. He said, there's nothing you can do. He's like, you're not my player. Um, you need to look for an opportunity to play elsewhere. And I was like, wow, you know, I was pissed off, but at the same time I was like, well, now I can put a period on this sentence and then look somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another uh, occasion when I was in, in Malaga, and um, what's his name? Uh, what's that head coach's name? He was at Man City for a little bit, South American. Pellegrini. Pellegrini. Yeah. Pellegrini. He, uh, we were playing, we had like a three-game s- series with Barcelona in league and then cup, or cup and then league and then cup. And he was like, I'm not going to play you in the league, but I'm going to play you in both cup games. So I'm like, all right, cool, pet. So I'm training to play Barcelona, this and that. Day of the game, still in my mind mentally prepared. Right before we go into the pregame meal, he pulls me aside, he's like, you're not gonna play today. And I was like, what? you told me I was. He's like, I never said that. And then I, <laughs> I, I lost it. I lost it with him. I was like, yo, don't, you're a liar. You told me to prepare for this game. And from that day forward, when I you know, basically confronted him with his lie, he it was, was over. He was like, all right. <laughs> you know,
0: I, I had that same, I had that same, uh, same kind of thing that happened to me when I was, when, when I when I left PSV to go to Man City. Uh, hitting left, and then Ronald de came in. Mm. So it was, it was, it was uh, preseason and summer. And this is one thing what Goose said. You know, you respect the coach, but you don't really have to like him. You know, so I was training this and that, blah blah. blah. So he pulled me to his office. And uh, this is like maybe two weeks before, no, probably a little bit longer, maybe three weeks before the transfer window closed. Pulled into his office. And the first thing he asked, I'll never forget this conversation. The first thing he asked me, he says, How many goals you scored last year? Mm. <laughs> and I said, six. That's not enough. Mm. For me, as a winger, you have to score how many score, how many goals you scored a year before? I said 13. He said, okay, I can I can do with that. He said, but last year you only scored six. He's like for me, he's like, you can stay, but you're not going to be my first choice. I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm, I'm in the midst of looking for another player. Gee. So if you want to, stay, yeah. I mean, he said it to. I mean, straight. I mean, one on one, straight in the face. He said, I mean, you can stay, but you're not going to play. Basically, I'm not going to be a starter anymore. I'm not going to play. And but I respected it because he told me the truth. You know, he told me the truth and said, hey, you're not in my plans. So if you want to go, you can leave. You know. So that's when I went to to Man City. But yeah, I had the same kind of. Same kind
2: of thing. He told me
0: straight up, not
2: playing. You know, I I want to. I don't want us to 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 dwell on my past and Visa's past, but I want to <laughs> ask you a, a a big question, and this has to do with U.S. soccer, right? Obviously, you were there for five some five years or so. What are your now that you can reflect and think back? What are your feelings or opinions towards Sunil and his? Uh, presidency at, at, at U.S. Soccer. Do you think he did a good job? Do you think uh, he managed situations well with you or anything? Like, what, 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 give, give us the real detail about, about, about how you feel, what went
3: down. No, I mean, obviously, the first moment when he told me that uh, um, they want to let me go after we lost the first two uh, World Cup qualifiers in, in uh, 2016, it was a, was a shock and it was a big, big disappointment. Um, but there were a lot of underlying things going on already uh, um, uh, in the two previous years since the World Cup in Brazil 2014. Um, a lot had to do a little bit with MLS because MLS had the impression that I wanted all the players in Europe, <laughs> yeah. which, which I never said and never did. You know, I think we were 12 or 13 players in, in Brazil from MLS and, yeah. and I love every one of them. Um, so, but there were a lot of other issues going on in, in the background, which I was aware of, the coaching staff was aware of. So when he uh, said, okay, you know, one want to make a switch, you know, obviously you're disappointed and, and you love what you do or you, what you were doing. Um, but uh, to, his, to his credit, really, he was, he was honest, straightforward with it, you know, he came, he came all the way over to LA, you know, to have that conversation um, and, you know, you shook hands afterwards and wished everyone the best. Um, I, I think uh, Sunil over so many years of his work, if it was now as a, a president for US soccer, if it's in other roles that he had in there before, um, he, he he works his backside off for, yeah. for soccer in this country. You know, he was a major, major part of getting the World Cup back to the United States in uh, 2026, which is humongous. I mean, this is the the biggest thing that could happen to us, you know, all of us, you know, uh, that we have another world cup to host. And this is uh, big time. Sunil was involved in that. Now, are you always on the same page? You know, you have different ideas of doing things. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's what you learn, especially after your playing days, you, and you go, uh, and that's what I hope for, for Bees and, and for goods. you know, going into the management side, going into the, the coaching side. Um, But one one of those lessons you get then later on when you're not on the field anymore, where you have all the influence in the world because on the field you have to put the influence right there on your feet. You know you can decide a game, um, however you you are being part of it. You know, uh, but l- later on. You, uh, um it 's a lot about about people management it 's a lot about reading people um working with people and and you realize that often you might be not on the same page with with yeah. those people you know uh, um, it, it might not click in that moment you know it 's not necessarily something uh bad you know because obviously we are all different, we all look at it differently so when a lot of people said, well, he wants it to the, the european way and they wanted to have it the, the, what is the identity of 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 u.s soccer what is the identity of the u.s men's national team and so and i always said well i see it as a as a mixture of all those components flying in a, a hispanic mixture african-american mixture a, a european mixture you know we have the dual citizenship uh, boys coming in it's so diverse but that's america
2: yes
3: <laughs> you know i always said that's america so in your opinion um,
2: With Sunil, and if you were, let's say if you were Sunil, (laughs) would you have uh, ended your coaching? Or would you, uh, yes, yes, no, and why?
3: No, for sure not, because uh, I told him clearly, still when we were uh, last game and was in Costa Rica, then when we lost there, that was right around the elections (laughs) in 2016. Um, so that's what right the moment when we lost into Mexico at home and then in Costa Rica, uh, is that, that, uh, um, the, the team was, was in a transition, which all the teams between two world cups are in transition, you know, that's uh so you try to build a new core. I mean, obviously, uh, you have talents coming up like a Christian Pulisic, you know, and, and, uh, and other younger players that we see now already part of the team. Um, and, uh, uh. So for me, those two losses were no problem at all. I told him clearly that I see that team going actually in the final four of the World Cup in Russia. Well, he had a different idea, and the people that surrounded him had a different idea, and that's that's just the way it is. And then you have to accept it. Um, you don't like it, <laughs> for sure not, but uh, you have to accept it. So I was I was convinced that this uh, this uh, roster that kind of was more and more getting clearer and clearer with the younger players coming into that, that picture had uh, the potential of, of going really far in the World Cup in, uh, uh, in Russia. You know, I was then in Russia uh, working for the BBC in England and, and I saw many games and, and I often thought, you know, and I actually met Sunil in Moscow as well. He was there as well. And I would have uh, envisioned the US team making a really good run in, in the world cup in russia but uh, uh unfortunately it didn't happen
0: i just want to know i just want to know one thing how did how did you how did you get sunil and you to agree with having a traveling gym <laughs> every country every city every country we went to we had a gym inside we took out a whole uh we got ballroom right ballroom We had a whole gym Inside the hotel, how, do, how with did you heavy, do with that? with heavy
1: equipment? Bees, oh, or? heavy equipment. We wow. had
0: bikes, yeah. we wow. had uh, weights. I mean, everything. I mean, it was a gym. Yeah. We took out like basically two ballrooms and we nice. had our own gym. Nice. How, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, I got I money, think... baby. <laughs> That's the one side. The other side <laughs> is. The, 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 but the other side was that uh, uh, US soccer was open, open-minded. open mm. I mean, Sunil was open-minded. I said to him, listen, if you want to be really professional, then we have to do these and these and these things because, you know, when you... Ch- I mean, you guys know it better than, than me. But when there's a, a thunder and lightning in, in Miami, you cannot go on the field. You cannot train. Yeah. You're gonna you have to be always ready to maybe run a session inside, you know, and do do and make sure that the players are perfectly prepared for the training sessions, right. you know. So I brought all these elements in, and I really have to give Sunil and and the people at USOC US <laughs> a lot of credit, you know. Tom King was the guy implementing it all, and mm. and they they worked they worked really their backsides off to make it all happen. The way we were prepared for Brazil in 2004. Fourteen, I think it was amazing. Uh, yeah. It was amazing because we went there half a half a, half a year before uh, the World Cup in the January camp we did in Brazil. You know, yeah. quietly we did it there. We tested out the training site from Sao Paulo. We tested out the hotel. When we got back in June, then to the World Cup in Brazil, we felt like we, we were here already. That's our home. Yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody gave us a hug when we walked in. You know, after yeah, yeah. five minutes. So there's a lot of good 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 work being done. Uh, I do US soccer. I think the new leadership now in charge, uh, they are challenged, you know, they are trying to, to, to make things happen. You know, you got to give them time and uh, um, uh, as well, it's not easy. This to handle this country is for me, there was the, the biggest learning curve was, you know, how do you how do you manage this youth development is the the biggest topic? How do we get the kids out there, how do we identify them? How do we develop them? How do we make sure that they have a fair chance to get into college? And then especially to pro teams. And and uh, and, and that's why it is so, I, I think it's so crucial that uh, uh, guys like you, UBs and Goods, you have to stay in the game, you know? they have, players, to, have, to, they have to
1: include them, coach, too.
3: Yeah, no, no this is he's, he's so he's important.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know,
3: I know. And I know that because because what happens is when you stop your careers, uh, and you would like to go into an MLS club and, and, or, or, you know, in whatever environment, obviously, people fear you a little bit because they say, shit, you know, those were big players, you know, 126 caps, you know, 69, I think. It's, so they, they, they look up to you. And so because they look up to you, they maybe doesn't, they don't open the door then. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got to figure out ways. And I hope that your soccer is helpful down the road. For former players to open those doors to get your coaching badges or management, uh, educational uh, stuff done and, and stay in the game because your practical experience and especially your, your people management experience that that you can now reverse. So you were from player to a coach. Now you hopefully later go from a coach or manager to a, a player because now you know exactly how this Kid, there is is, is uh, thinking. You know what yeah. goes on. Why, what yeah. makes him scared, what, what? What? How? How do we get the most uh, out of that kid? You know, I, I was really—I give you an example. I was worried when when uh, christian Pulisic made that big move from Dortmund to Chelsea. I Chelsea. said, "Oh, too hopefully, fast. you know, he's, he's yeah. Maybe it was too early. He was really comfortable now in Dortmund, and they adore adored him in, in Dortmund. But it seems like it worked out fine. You know, he's yeah. strong enough. Is is." He's focused and he's, he's doing well. Now we wish him the best at the injury that he took in the FA Cup final soon soon over. But <coughs> who won that game? FA Cup final.
0: Oh, yeah. he, he, we have an Arsenal fan. This is he's an old. my father Yeah, yeah, my father. Okay. Yeah, so you know, you know, you got okay.
3: Eight okay. Eight so, so wrong, city. Wrong, topic. wrong topic. Yeah, wrong topic.
0: Hey,
1: coach, I got a lot of love for you, but you're a Tottenham man. But I still got a lot of love for you, and respect, <laughs> and respect,
2: and respect. You heard me. You talk about the, you know, obviously people like Bees and myself, who have played the game remaining in the, in the sport. And I think your perspective is, is so unique um, because I feel like you've held roles of top player, top coaches and director roles. Right. Which is very definitely unique in this, in this modern frame. I candidly, and I'll tell you guys this, when I, when I looked at you, You know, obviously I saw a good coach, but for me, I saw even a better director, right? Because you had all these different ideas that thought outside the box that, you know, generally speaking, don't happen in directorial positions. Did you, do you, as as personally in yourself, feel that you're more better served in that role, like as a manager, director, or as like a, a head coach?
3: Um... They are basically different places with different uh, versions. You know, you look at the German model, do you have, you know, a head coach and you have actually uh, a general manager or a sporting director or, you know, sometimes if you look at Dortmund where Christian played, you know, there's uh, two sporting directors, Michael Zorc and and Sebastian Kehl. You know, then they have another advisor with Matthias Sommer. So you have three former players very close to the team and doing certain... I don't know how they divided up, but, you know, so, so those roles were basically built there for former players to kind of make the transition from the player into management, you know. And then some, some go, I, I just, when I was now in, in, in Berlin for a couple of months, I had Anne Friedrich who played for the Chicago Fire, you know, um, he kind of, I made him come into the club to right away transition into the performance side of things. You know, so more, it's more technical related, but it's, it's more on the, on the, on the performance side and not right. on the management side, you know, yeah, right. I always loved uh, both sides. I love the coaching side, but I also love the, 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 the management side of kind of, okay, the, the overall picture, where should this whole thing go towards, you know, and that drove me more into a position where I love to have assistant coaches on my side that I almost give full authorization to run the training session. It's and that's more the English model. Right. You know, the English model is is you know you, when you went to Alex Ferguson and you see his training sessions. You know, you were lucky if he was on the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was maybe yeah. on a, on, a, on a phone call in w- the Walter office. Walker Smith over there. was the
0: same way in Rangers. So
3: I I like that a lot too. But I also because you know. Um, I mean, if you have a club like Rangers, which is humongous, it's a massive club, or, you know, Man United, Man City and these teams and Arsenal and so on. Um, so, you, you need to be really aware of not, not uh, getting lost into too many little details. You know, you need to make sure, in like in Arsene Wenger, over 20 years at Arsenal, to, 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 that the boat is going... The right direction you know and then it's sometimes better you or i think it's often better you empower people close to you to do specific jobs you know you give your assistant coach a training session real quick make sure this and this you have your performance coaches and that's why we had a traveling gym because i knew these guys that were running it from athletes performance you know um, these guys were doing a, a an amazing job far better than i could ever do you know so, I like to empower people around me, uh, but I like also to have the, the overall kind of responsibility that everybody works hand in hand and, and makes things happen. And so, so, I like the English role, um, to get back to your question, good uh, the yeah. English role the best. Uh. Yeah, you definitely saw that more in England. I remember, <laughs> like, at uh, QPR,
2: Harry Radnap was... You, you might see him walk on the field the last 20 minutes of training, yeah. you know, because he's coming from his office and then uh, he says his his piece and then he walks off and uh, the assistant coaches really were the ones that, that ran it. And that's interesting you say that because for me, in terms of leadership, in terms of uh, leading a group or a team, it's about empowering the people around you. That's, that's what being a true leader is, is, you know, not having the ego to feel like you have to do it all on yourself, but... Giving the, that responsibility and that power to the people around you, who, in certain instances, could potentially do it do it better than you. Job, yeah, you know, and uh, yeah, no, that's, Co- that's coach. Is a U.S. soccer
1: boat going in the right direction?
3: Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I hope so. I mean, I keep all my, keep all my fingers crossed for Greg Bearhalter, his, his team, you know. They gave him support, you know, there's uh, Brian McBride now involved in it, Ernie Stewart, so two former players, which is huge, you know. Yes. I actually, when I took over, I asked for, for that, those roles. I, I asked Claudia Arena in mm. the beginning. I actually asked Brian McBride and uh, Casey Keller, I wanted him badly on my side. Yeah. I think Casey would have been fantastic with his experience. And he's obviously a straightforward personality, says his, his opinion loud and clear. Um, I hope that they understand now that it's, uh, uh, it's really, really, really important. And not only to, obviously, to qualify for Qatar, but also, you know, getting this whole uh, uh, national team uh, up and going because it's just too big. I mean, the, yeah. the national team is the locomotive of the sport in your country. Uh, and now, especially with 2026 on the horizon, you know, it's 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 humongous. So I keep my fingers crossed. I know, you know, that it's new leadership there. Also, they need to get their hands around it. Um, Will Wilson is the the CEO basically. So give him time. Give him. Has, has he spoken to you? Help. No, no, oh, but okay. you know maybe that occasion comes up. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, we just keep our fingers crossed.
1: How do you suggest they go about this, right? Because um, obviously, U.S. Soccer has never reached out or MLS. What do you suggest to these gentlemen um, in terms of um, getting some attention or getting opportunities? What do you think the first step they need to take?
3: Because obviously you've been in that situation as well. Um. Well, it, it's it's the the biggest kind of lesson you know you get when you stop stop playing. Unfortunately, is that you kind of realize you sit there and you realize okay, you know what I what I'm I'm really good at in in life in general is to play, to play soccer, you know, to, to, so, so when I stopped in 98, you know, after the World Cup in France, I came here uh, to California and I was, yeah, I had a year old, a year old son then at that time. And, and uh, I was jogging along the beach and, and, and in, a, in a stroller, I had him and, and I realized shit, you know what, you know, your your playing days are over and what are you going to do now? You know, um and, and uh, um so, so, uh, you cannot wait until people reach out to you. It's, it's unfortunately, maybe they don't think that way. Maybe, you know, I mean, uh, um, people should automatically think maybe, okay, you know, B stop playing, good stop playing, this and this and this guy stop playing, you know, we need to reach out to them and get them reintegrated into one way or another. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. You know, that's not, it's just not, the way it works, you know, or whatever. And so it's, it's, I think it's, it's really, really important is for, for everyone that stops playing and go into that transition phase, you know, into what's next, basically, um, um, is, is reaching out, is trying to network, trying to, okay, let me go down my, my phone book and see, you know, who's, who's doing what, you know, what teams, if it's MLS, if it's U.S. soccer, if it's maybe in Europe, you know, I, I, so, what I did then I realized I played in, in France and Italy and England, uh, obviously in Germany. And, and, and I started then to talk to people just, okay, what did you do? I talked to former t- teammates, you know, how did you manage your transition? Um, my response was I, I then went back to school and took some computer classes and, 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 and learned more of the business side. I had friends at, at Adidas actually, they helped me out with, uh, uh, yeah, they, they are a human resource department with mm-hmm. lessons, lectures, and stuff like that. Um, so ongoing education is, is is huge, I think. You know, that's definitely something to kind of keep your brain going because uh, you cannot hey, let hey, this, hey, this, this I, one I, fall asleep, then there's a problem. I just want, I just <laughs> want to
1: interject, you know, uh, Demarcus Beasy um, was about to start an online um, degree. Unfortunately, due COVID, uh, it's been delayed, right? Is that correct, Bees? What's that? That you were gonna start an online <laughs> degree, you was gonna start. Your, you, yeah, you but my to... internet just went out. That's why
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear nothing you just
1: said. Hey. <laughs> so what you say? Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we, we were saying that um, you know, I was trying to give you some credit and also teasing you at the same time that you were about to start your online degree. Yeah, with, I didn't uh, get accepted. COVID. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: did. Yeah, I was. I was definitely trying, but yeah, I got. I, I got denied. Yeah, on that. But no, all good. All good.
1: Yeah, coach. So, so, um, you know, what's next for yourself and, um, and, and, and are, are you hungry to get back into the game? You've done internationally, you've done club. Um, what's next for you besides Jamaica?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, once you are in this, this crazy soccer world, you know, and, and you, you live and you breathe it and you're part of it. Um, you're always ready for the next adventure. You know, it's uh, um, because every every kind of lesson that you take, if it's a club or if it's a national team, it's a huge learning curve. You know, so you get a lot out of a- any type of adventure that you you did in the past. And 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 once something stops, you know, then you know you know that you're getting ready already for the next one. And and I'm I'm uh, uh, yeah, I'm always open. Um, and the thing is it's a good thing you know in in soccer that the, it the whole the world is it's 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 Global, it's a global thing, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. You can, something can happen in in South America. something opens up or. Something Hold on, happens. so the rumors
1: are true. You are going to Brazil. You
3: are <laughs> going to Brazil. Let's get no, around it's, with it's a applause for that. It's you not because I rumors. see your yeah. picture. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. As no. The are you going to Brazil, the coach? will be visiting you soon. We'll be visiting you soon. Coach, we'll visiting you
3: soon. Uh, <laughs> oh, new learn a lot, another language then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's nothing that you haven't kind of accomplished in this game, and, and it's a. a definitely it's an honor to sit here with you. And I'm sure if these guys um, get a chance to be coached by you, but you know, personally, who study your game. Um, is there any regrets you have um, as a player, like maybe a team you didn't go to because you didn't want to transfer to, or um, maybe
3: partying with Maradona too much in Italy? Is there any regrets you ever had as a player? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no regrets at all. Good. No no regrets at all. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you whenever you take whatever decision in life you just need to be i think you need to be convinced of this is the right decision now if it turns out the wrong decision afterwards then it's a lesson you know yes. take it as a lesson and and you will make many decisions in life they are not the right ones you know but if, as long man, as you learn them. out of them yeah just just you they gotta say it, they gotta say then shit happens move, yeah yeah, uh, gotta move, move, yeah. On, move on move on <laughs>
1: Well, listen, Juergen, man, um, I just want to say again, thank you so much for making the time uh, to sit down with us. And, uh, you know, we wish you the best of luck. We'll appreciate see you it. in Brazil. You'll come visit your podcast out there. <laughs> 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 or oh, 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 wherever you go to next, man. Let's give a big round of applause, please, for the legend. Definition of a legend, right? Thank you so much,
3: Juergen. Thanks, Juergen. No, thank you, guys. To great, great to see you. Appreciate
1: you. it.
0: Thank you. Good seeing
3: you, too. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Care. Cheers.
0: All right, cheers. Bye.
2: Yes, sir. Well, the legend himself. The legend himself. Man. I wanted him to say a striker. I wanted him to say, I don't know, Christian. I wanted him to say Mbappe. I don't know, somebody.
1: Yeah, it's just tough um, to, to so genuine. He's a humble person. It's hard for him to be like, hey, you know what? Christian Ronaldo is like me. You know, he makes me <laughs> a little bit messy and a touch of Ozil, you know? So we, we, but we wanted, to, wanted him to sweat a little bit. And again, you know, we, right here, we just try to act really genuine, Christian, do we really feel... Um, There's no PR agent that's reaching out to us to say things we have to talk about. And uh, I always appreciate you guys always uh, being vulnerable and, and being genuine, you know, and I was looking for him, though, to say specifically about coaching you guys. And he hit the whole general USA. And yeah, 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 I was like, right. yeah. I was like, I was like, let that one slide. But, you know. I
2: was, I was, You know, you know, I'm sensitive. I was ready for a comeback. Yeah, yeah, the comeback. I was like, come on, and man, I'm ready. You know, Goose never do nothing wrong. So, you know, no, he has something to say.
0: And, you know, I'm the
1: instigator. So, I know what hit his buttons. So I'm like, oh, I can't wait that he say something about Goose. Nah, but I, I know he wouldn't. I, I know he's a class act. And, obviously, you got you both you guys were class players. So, that Was an easy one, but, but my dudes, um, I just want to say, um, and, and he's a very humble person, doesn't want anybody to know anything, but I want to say congratulations to Demarcus Beasley,
0: who
1: had, had a transfer deal <laughs> with CBS. And oh, he'll be featured, like, he'll, what be what featured.
2: he'll be he'll he'll be featured on your um Champions League and Europa stream. Yeah, that's why I don't
0: have nothing behind me. I had to change my I had to change my uh, my look. My, man, my look.
2: Come in. He go he's gonna be representing. Audio with the pu- with the crack and oh, visual with the CBS now. Nah,
1: he's busy right? with audio. He's always crack. You know got, I mean? a I mean. got a shame now. He got a shame. I did. I did. Yeah, you saw it right. You saw it right.
0: And, and don't nah, and, and man. Yeah, go ahead, beast. Nah, I'm just saying. Nah, I'm, uh, really excited. Um, uh, I don't know nothing about. <laughs> I don't know nothing about media, but hey, I you know think? a little bit about soccer. I know a little bit. Yeah, about Exactly. Football, so. Exactly. And no, nah, nah, but it's gonna yourself, be. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. it's going. You know, um, I'm working with some good people. UEFA, UEFA league and uh, champions league. So it's going to be a, a busy, you know, busy, couple, right? Yeah. Uh, couple, when you, you first know, tell me weeks? about it,
1: I was thinking like, you know, champions League, you know, stretched out, you know, you have one game and then nah, two months later, another game, game. Nah. all this is compact. Nah. Right? All this and, and, and I forgot about that. So you you know, every so, game,
0: you know, every game is one off. Every game is one off. Now. Oh, after the quarterfinals. Yeah. After yeah. But, every game is
1: one off. So you were telling me how, how busy I'm like, man, eh, think I one game a month. And, and goops, this man complaining. Then I didn't. I forgot. I didn't realize oh, you're trying to make up for last this is COVID. season. So yeah, this is COVID. yeah. I forgot yeah. all of them. I'm, I'm, I you forgot talking, all of them. You talking about work?
0: It's work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah, will be yeah, up till yeah. two or three in the morning, going through teams, kind of seeing how they play. A little bit about they, you know, star players, something. Yeah, yeah. you know am a little older today. I don't know. What's cool I'm I'm tired. <laughs> so I've, been up since six o'clock. <laughs> I've been up since six o'clock this morning. Ah, oh, man, I'm interviews. happy. Man. Congrats. It's definitely it's definitely a new space a new space for me. Uh, there's nobody better.
2: better. than should be it, man. You, you, you played in these, these competitions. It's scored lost, in these you competitions. Bu- You've scored it, scored in these competitions. You've yeah, lost. but it's, it's media. It's I got, media I, did I, did I like, did I like doing
0: interviews? No, but you represent all the players out there. You <laughs> look at it that way. No, no, eyes. that's what, no, I'm just, yeah. I'm I'm just bullshit. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, uh, I'm happy that they, you know, they thought of me to, to, to do this and, Kind of give my my insight, my a little bit of a tel- intelligence that I have with the game. Hey, but no, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm ha- I'm happy to do it. I'm really looking forward to it, and it's gonna ha- it's gonna be fun. They said I can be myself. So y'all got y'all got y'all got y'all gotta got call me if y'all see if y'all see something that I'm not doing or I should have been doing something. Y'all gotta y'all gotta let me know.
1: No, Gooch, that, that don't sound like us, right? That don't sound like listen,
2: us. listen. First, first of all, first I'm going to get me. a text
0: on
1: live
2: TV. You know you just say? You, re, you read the game very well as a player. Your next transition probably is going to be head coach of Arsenal. based it, Oh, yeah, because well, of Mookie's definition.
0: Yeah.
1: No, you know what I'm saying? No, he, don't, he don't fit the He don't fit the caliber. <laughs> don't fit the he don't fit the bill. <laughs> He, he can't coach my side, honestly, but he don't fit the bill, man. He don't if, fit I, the bill. if I do, I'm
0: keeping Ozil. But you see that Black Lives Matter movie? I'm Come on. Ozil. You got to fit Yo, the
1: bill, though. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Ozil. He must curse everybody out in practice or something, because they can't <laughs> actually even know it's not the football. Like, I'm seriously, I, I'm thinking that must be it, because, I mean, every coach since Wenger now, they like, listen, they, they try, they use him, and then eventually he fades out. And Arteta Kames, I guess, my guy, he played with him, they have an understanding. I'm thinking maybe he just curses people out during practice. Like, you suck. You should have passed through the ball. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it can't be football. It has to be something else. I don't know what it, else, what it is, but we'll figure it out. And uh, if you have to, we move on and, uh, and get him out of there. He'll come to the MLS, you know? So, oh, but, 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 fellas, man, it's always been a pleasure and a joy. Um, again, enjoy your week. To our listeners, make sure you're subscribing. Subscribe. And you know what? You know what I need? Right. I need.
2: Gooch, need... can you take us away with something, brother, from off the top of your head? Man. Look, man, this is a great, great week. You know, we started off this year with COVID, but it seems like it's going to end r- really well. You know, we got a lot of things in the mix. Bs, CBS, you know, Chris Mueller balling in, 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 in Orlando. <laughs> Arsenal movies. winning. Arsenal's winning. You know, <laughs> 2020. Might end on a better note than it started off with, but
1: hey, 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 started off good. Don't get, don't get no. twisted. Started off good. Just
2: go,
0: what, a couple of days ago, because Arsenal won.
1: <laughs> no, no, because you're using Jamaica chilling. Oh, yeah.
2: All I'm saying, you know, put all your efforts toward good things, and great things are gonna keep on happening, boys.
0: Boom. Peace. Go. Peace.